It's time for Glover's Golden Oldies. A look back at some of the Glover's heroes from recent years. And tonight, I'm absolutely delighted to welcome Colin Miles to the show. Our guest today on Glover's Golden Oldies, and by God, he's an oldie. It's Colin Miles. Hello, Colin. How you doing, old dog? I'm all right, mate. Thanks for that intro. No, I thought you'd enjoy it, you know, <laughs> knowing you as Is I do. It's going to be the whole time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've got to be, haven't we? Excellent. Really? Yeah, yeah, Excellent. definitely. But, um, yeah, Colin, got, Colin and I go back a long way, and uh, I can certainly remember when Colin arrived at Yeovertown and uh, we had some fun together didn't we over all the time that was there but, uh, we did mate it was a good laugh yeah, yeah. Good laugh. do you know what I have still got an indentation on my stomach where the lens from my camera was forced into it by some, uh, what should I call him, incandescent footballer who was celebrating because we'd gone up and he jumped on me <laughs> and his name happened to be Colin Pluck. And not only that, half the rest of the team joined him, which is which is, which is why I've got this, this indentation on my stomach, mate. It's still there, well, I'm, I'm telling you. If you're looking for sympathy, mate, then you're at the wrong door, I'm sorry. I know, yeah, I know that. I <laughs> right well let's, let's revert to, to, to form now then so uh 6th of september 1978 you were born in edmonton in england edmonton whereabouts is edmonton i know it's london but exactly where in london yes yeah, it's, it's north london right north london right so what tottenham area yeah not yeah just past tottenham mate yeah and you were six foot not when you were born of course uh, <laughs> um and you started your career basically at watford am i right that's it mate that's uh, it your career, spotted. how did it go generally? Um, I got. I was playing football. We moved from Edmonton to Bournemouth. Yeah. I was playing local football in Bournemouth and got spotted by a Watford scout. I think I was about nine, eight, nine. Um, he come down, recommended me to the club. I then started playing for a local side in Watford, um, SNK, and one of the coaches there was a coach at Watford. Um, and he then invited me down to Watford and took it from there, really. I think the I rest, as they say, 10. is history. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can say that, mate, yeah. I think I was about 10 when I went down and started training. So um, when did you sort of kind of officially join Watford, albeit on on a, on a youth scheme or, or whatever? I think I signed schoolboy forms. I must have been about 12 or 13. Right. And then, yeah, progressed through the, the age groups and then signed the YTS forms with Watford. Yeah, and I see, Gordon, I mean, all my figures and information is by Wikipedia, so if it's wrong, don't blame oh, me. Oh, it must blame be Wiki- accurate then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's like reading the sun, isn't it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it says here, it says here, in 1997, you were at Watford from 1997 to 2000, during which time you made one appearance. Does that ring, ring a bell? Yeah, I think I made one league appearance and then one cup appearance. Right, and that was, was that against Fulham? The cup appearance was against Fulham, the league appearance was against Jill. Oh yeah, got it. A two-two draw. That's it. And how did you think you performed generally? I felt I did okay. Mm. And then um, there was an incident. Um, can't remember the player's name now. Um, and I just got absolutely beasted by their centre forward. <laughs> yeah. And then swiftly got hooked off the pitch. Well, um, being beasted by a centre forward, surely this was this is against <laughs> the grain because your late claim to fame was always within five minutes you'd have virtually broken a bloke's leg, you know, yeah. just letting you know her around. Yeah, no, that was a, a big growing up period for me, learning going into men's football and hmm. yeah, it was a big How daunting was it for a for a what, seventeen, eighteen year old, whatever you were? Um 
it really was um i didn't get told till the day before mm. um didn't sleep the night before my family was obviously really excited yeah um and then yeah just all everything that came with it thinking like your name would be in the papers the next day and all everything that kind of came with it the ratings and yeah it was it really was daunting and kind of a a childhood dream come true and did you put out a contract on the journalist who only gave you a three <laughs> or a two I, I, I don't know i'm only guessing but I, I, know, I know what you footballers are like when it comes to the, the ratings that journalists put on it because they always the feeling is that bloody journalists they haven't got a clue what they're talking about <laughs> oh mate you won't hear me say that oh right um, good but yeah they ain't got a clue they ain't got a clue <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd say that see <laughs> anyway uh, moving on you, you you started a series of going out to some clubs obviously I, I presume on loan to get more experience Greenock Morton in Scotland four appearances Stevenage Borough three and Hayes four does that sound right? yeah so I, yeah. I, I, it was made quite clearly that I wasn't part of Graham Taylor's plans alright um, so yeah so left there joined Steve no I went to Granite Morton um, did okay up there enjoyed my time there um, but at the time of being there the club was suffering financially and there was threat of going into liquidation um, so I was kind of advised not to sign anything right and then came back and signed for Stevenage but I picked up an injury in the last game playing for Greenock. Mm. So uh, the first couple of weeks of signing for Stevenage, I didn't really play, um, which didn't go down too well. Um, and yeah, kind of bounced around after that, went Hayes and Dover as well. So, as is usual in these situations, let's have Colin's first choice of music. And I suppose this one had to be in the list, didn't it? Persistin' down with rain My mum said What a big head I ain't doing that again Well, me dad rushed in And here is the thing He gave me some great advice He said, now listen, my boy That ain't all joy But remember this all your life In my heart I am always Yoville I belong to the Yoville We have 
And as things go, we loved him so. Our little pride and joy. He learned to walk, then he learned to talk. Imagine my heart that day. My emotions stirred with his first words when I heard him say. Go on, man. Go on, boy. Go, Go on, my son. In my heart, I am always young. Will I belong to the Yeovil town? Yeovil true. There we go then, that was Yeovil True, sung by the Yeovil Town Football Club squad, including a certain Mr Colin Mile. So, uh, you also went to Dover where you made 10 appearances, presumably that was in the conference, was it? Or were they in the conference then? Yeah, they were in the conference then. An agent I knew put me in contact with them um, and travelled down and enjoyed my time there again. We had um, good days, I think we had a memorable cup win against Bournemouth um, when Jermaine Defoe was on fire at the time I think he'd scored 13 goals in 13 games done something like that and we played against him and kept to, kept him quiet so and did you give him yeah, your, really... your customary uh, you know welcome him <laughs> uh, tackle <laughs> to be honest mate I, I can't remember oh you um, disappoint me <laughs> <laughs> long time ago now old dog yeah exactly um, yeah. but yeah no, was, I, I, I did enjoy myself down there actually but but when you were at Dover though you, you had you you signed off from Watford by now have you 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 were a free yeah agent? yeah no my, my my contract had expired yeah um, and then yeah just signed short term contracts with Greenock yeah um, and then also like in that period as well I went out to Iceland and played a period of six months out in Iceland which was wicked don't mention that on here I don't think <laughs> see I told <laughs> you this is, this, this is uh, something about Kettering what's that about Kettering I don't know um, so what was Iceland like that must have been a bit of an experience I think wasn't it oh mate it was fantastic yeah um, one of the lad who was at Watford at the time was Icelandic when he first came over yeah um, I took him under my wing and looked after him and when my when I was struggling at the time no club he said if you ever want to go out and play I can sort it all out for him true to his word yeah he did um, he did and it was fantastic spent six months out there and yeah it was brilliant was it the cold? out there were fantastic <laughs> it was freezing <laughs> it was their summer and they were all walking around in t-shirts and shorts and stuff and I had a jumper on oh god um, cap lips the light it was, it was freezing yeah. it was 24 hour daylight as well so they have a the load of geezers or something over there don't they? <laughs> yeah they were cool yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, where, where were they from? London up. or what? <laughs> <laughs> the jokes ain't improved, old dog. No, really I know. But you've got to give me try. I, I do try. No, you know. no. You, yeah, you're very trying, mate. Yeah, I always happy though, haven't I? Let's, let's be fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when you were at Watford, uh, going back to Watford a minute, uh, was uh, G Johnson around the, the scene then, and was Lee Johnson around the scene then? Both were. Um, yeah. Gary was director of football. Yeah. And uh, Lee was coming through a few years behind me, and both did really well. Both so, did really well. So you must have, to a, a you know, a, a fair degree, impressed Gary the fact that he came back in for you. Then um, I'd like to think so. I say it, my time at Watford, it, it felt like the main man who was Graham Taylor at the time just didn't fancy me as a player, and so all the coaching staff, the whole setup, I thought I was going to be um, there. 
but he didn't feel I was good enough. Um, so that's the whole reason it, it didn't really work out at Watford. But yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, the rest of the coaching staff were, were fantastic, and they were quite positive in all the feedback I got. And hmm. it was just a matter of time before I was going to be breaking through and stuff. But and it, it didn't happen. So no. Yeah. But don't you find though? There's so many stories. I mean, I've I can't think of how many people I've interviewed off and on. And the times you get to a point where yeah, well, the manager didn't really fancy me. You know, uh, yeah. it's it's so often you get it, and and so it doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. Um, I know. I mean, I. Th- I can remember Lee Johnson saying the very same thing I think somewhere whether it was Arsenal or whether it was Watford I can't remember but I yeah. know he, he didn't get on with one of the coaches and next thing you know yeah. he was on his bike you know so yeah uh, I think it, I think it was Arsenal with Lee yeah yeah um, and that's where he, he left Arsenal and then joined us at Watford yeah yeah, it is, it is common ground and if your face don't fit then it's only yeah. like it's any walk of life yeah I guess so that's right that's right absolutely but uh, you know your time at, at Yeovil because we've moved on to 2001 now um, I can remember the day if I think I'm right in saying this when you signed didn't Carl Alford sign Andy Turner yourself and Chef Chef the goalkeeper yeah, John Sheffield yeah. signed as well, yeah. Yeah, and we, do you remember we did a photograph where you all sort of stood one behind each other but at a slight angle all the time and you were all sort of sticking your heads out. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I've still got the photograph somewhere, I'm sure. But okay. um, I'll always remember that. And, and you know, all, all the guys seemed, you know, reasonable, nice, pleasant guys, really. Little were yeah, we to yeah. know. But, you know... Um, uh, what was going to be coming later on in life, as it were. Hold it there. Yeah. Right, it's time for Colin's second choice of music, and this time it's Mr Otis Redding and sitting on the dock of the bay. Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in And then I watch them roll away again Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Ooh, I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time I left my home in Georgia Headed for the Frisco Bay Cause I've had nothing to live for And look like nothing's gonna come my way So I'm just gonna sit on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away I'm sitting on a darker bay, wasting time. Look like nothing's gonna change. Everything still remains the same. I can't do what ten people tell me to do. So I guess I'll remain the same. Yes. Here resting my bones And this loneliness won't leave me alone Listen, two thousand miles I roam Just to make this dock my home Now I'm just gonna sit at the dock of a bay Watching the tide roll away 
I'm sitting on a darker bay, wasting time. There you go, the great. King of Soul, Otis Redding there and sitting on the dock of the bay. So tell me, when you got to Yeovil, you know, that, that very, I guess, first day, uh-huh. could you have imagined that the camaraderie that that team uh, gelled together to produce would would have happened? I mean, did you, I mean, I don't know if you knew Carl or, or John Sheffield or any of them, but I mean, presumably it's like, you know, first day at school to a degree, isn't it? You sort of don't know everybody there. But could you have really dreamt that, that they would, you know, gel into such a good team? Never, mate. No. Never in a lifetime. Yeah. I mean, um, what, what what was the feeling when, you know, on that first day? What did you what did you think, you know? Um, I was just massively appreciated to have one last go at it, which what it felt like at the time. Yeah. Um, so how, how old been, would you have been there then? Um, I can do it. 21. 70, that'd be uh, what about 21, that'd be 70, no, that'd be two. No, about 23, I reckon you were. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so about 23, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that sounds cool, yeah, 23. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maths is never my strong point, mate. No, well, no, nor mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so I was like, I'd just been released by Dover. Yeah. Um, and any hopes or dreams of football over that summer had basically washed up for me I, I was um, looking at other aspects where I could um, what I was going to do where I was going to work training to be a lifeguard just to try and get some money um, and then all lifeguard. of a sudden like, yeah oh, right, well, okay. my, my whole family background like my dad was a manager of a swimming centre my mum was the same leisure centre so oh, right. we've, we've been brought up around swimming pools and yeah leisure centres and stuff so it was just uh, I think my brother at the time was a, a duty manager at a leisure centre so that was just a natural yeah. easy progression just to go that way but you don't look nothing um, like the Hoff <laughs> <laughs> not now mate no oh the air's falling out oh is it oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's no good um, then no no so and it was only by chance um, I think Lee tried phoning my old mobile number to get hold of me mm. um, and I'd given my number to my sister um, yeah. my old mobile so she picked up the call and then texted me and it says only by chance that yeah. it all happened so day one of pre-season I was just like oh. over the moon just to kind of have a, another go at it did you push for a, a, a hard deal or did you accept what was slapped on the table and just sort of thought that'll do for now mate I, I took what I was given yeah. I was, like I said I was just so grateful just to have one more go at it um, the thought of not like ever since forever like playing football is all I ever wanted to do mm. and then mm. to have another bite of the cherry yeah there was no negotiations there was no nothing it was basically thank you so much for this opportunity yeah yeah and how did the first season go from memory because I'm not too hot on which seasons are which at the moment I remember we got um, to, 2002 was the trophy wasn't it yeah 2002 was the trophy so that must have been your second season there yeah no trophy was, was the first year oh was it I was trophy the first year and then promotion was the second year hang on a minute it tells me here i made it well yeah no maybe it was the first year actually yeah 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 i'm sure maybe. we won the trophy the first year then yeah. we got promotion the second year that's right yeah that's it you got it you got it i remember it now 
Yeah. And, you and, sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure, mate. I can remember standing in the middle of the pitch taking pictures and Skivo, bless his heart, um, you know, I was relatively new at the job then, bearing in mind I hadn't been there that long myself. I came about just before you came, I suppose, really. I hadn't been there long. And oh, really? uh, No, I hadn't. Um, I think, yeah, I'm sure it was the first, because I came in roughly when they'd got to the final, but it was a question of developing and, and coming up with ideas to get as much money as we could for the club by yeah. reaching a final. Yeah, I was. That was when I, I arrived. So I, I arrived in 2002, before, a little bit before you, probably, a couple of months. No, no, after you. What am I talking about? Yeah, after you. And um, anyway, I was on the pitch taking pictures, as I was uh, supposed to do, and Skibbo got somebody else to take a picture of me and him with a cup in the middle of the Villa Park pitch, which I thought was really nice, because he, he sort of yeah. said, you know, you're taking pictures of everybody else, but nobody takes any pictures of you. So, you know. And I remember travelling back on the bus uh, with the trophy between my legs, if you'll excuse the pun. And yeah. uh, <laughs> so it nice. was. You remember Crit singing uh, American Pie? Yeah. yeah, yeah, brilliant. That it? was all, that was a wicked bus ride home. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was fantastic. It really was. Yeah, yeah. No, and because it was early kickoff, I fancy, wasn't it? Twelve o'clock kickoff or something. Yeah, it was early, mate. Yeah, because yeah, we got back we and we went early. to doing the Westlands afterwards, didn't we? That's it. So that was yeah. your first season, which was obviously pretty good. I remember a game yeah. in particular on the on the run up to the um, and we played oh, Kidderminster. I think it was Kidderminster. Whether it was a league game or a cup game, I can't remember. But I remember the pitch was like, literally, like a plied field. I don't know if you can remember it, but some of those conference pitches were dire. I remember Lee RMI being oh, yeah. terrible. Who could ever forget Lee RMI? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you remember, I don't expect you spotted this, but they had, up on the on the terracing at Lee RMI, they had a um, a, a, store, a container, right? Right. Uh, sort of green container. And this container was the bar. And people no would go way. up to get, yeah, I've got photographs of it it was bloody amazing I was like, what, what, is, what is that and people queuing up I thought maybe it was a toilet or something but now it was a bar so that's brilliant yeah it was more music now and this is Colin's third choice and you'll notice the standard is gradually dropping it's that bounce right here time to move on time to be strong don't stop now, straight Let's to the top now. That's what Someone I need. Someone to truly understand yeah. how to treat a man. Again. If you happy, then be with him. Go ahead, mommy, breathe again. Go ahead, mommy, breathe again. Don't stop now, straight to the top now. Go ahead, mommy, make it hot now. I need me a love that's gonna make my heart stop now. And what I need is simple. Five foot five with dimples. Potential wife credentials. Know about the life I'm into. Life I've been through. And how I had a trifling mental. So ride with me. G4, fly with me. Times get hard, cry with me. Die with me. White beach saints lie with me. My advice is forget the lie. Like, let's make love while we listen to Frank White. So tight, now I understand. Yeah, take that. Come on. Is it pretty woman next to me? A pretty woman, yeah. To share the dreams that I believe. Dream with me, believe. Come on. I 
should I say now? Come on, ma, I've been a whole day now. I wanna lay round and sip colada, dipped in Prada. I'm smooth as Eric Estrada, dipped in dollars. We out in Vegas, Nevada. Bubble bath in a champagne glass, about the size of a campaign ad. You don't know how you look to me. But if love was a crime, you'd a crook to me. Cause mommy, I done been around the world, seen a lot of places. Been around your girl, believe I read faces. I could tell she don't want me to prevail, but I learned my lesson watching Sean stressing. So why listen to her and start guessing? Mommy, you ain't ready to ride to start dressing. I need a girl receive my mom's blessing. Confession, my love, no contesting. I need affection. Listen, need affection. Let's go, Mary. Girl, what the hell talk, is talk. on your mind? Yeah. I couldn't be done, but I'm not blind. Come on. There's something leaking in your mind. Don't look too good for you and me Always getting weak That ain't what I need Baby Is a pretty woman next to me Oh please baby To share the dreams that I believe I need a girl in my life Maybe we can start a family Start a family baby Someone to truly understand Shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Never mind the weather, go somewhere and get our minds together. Build a love that'll last forever. So let's stop the pain, stop the rain, put stress to rest, girl. Stop the games, name the spot, mommy. I got the plane, road too rough. I got the rain, I got some things known to put rocks and rings, push a hundred foot yachts and things. Your man don't play. Have you ever been to Sandro Pay or seen a brother play a mandolay? Girl, I wanna just look in your eyes and watch the sun. Rise. No more lies, no more tears to cry, no more reasons for leaving. You, I believe in. Love you to the day This I stop breathing. I, I love you, girl. Come on. Yes, I'm a pretty woman next to me, next to me, girl. To share the dreams that I believe. When I wake up in the morning, maybe we can start a family. I wanna see a pretty face, someone to truly understand. And I Need a Girl Part 2. Right, so um, in your entire career at Yeovil, you played 149 games in the league. There's uh-huh. probably a few more cup games thrown in there as well. Scored yeah. eight goals. Now, you weren't prolific in terms of goals, but I always remember great celebrations when you scored a goal. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it was the sheer shock of it or not, I don't know. I think it was more that made more disbelief than anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, any no. any sort of games really stand out in your memory in, in those in your, your spell at Yeovil? It must have been. I mean, apart from the trophy game, I mean, just your sort of average run-of-the-mill game, but that had something special about them. 
Um, the the win against Doncaster when we was three 0 down. Oh yeah, and we what? came back to win. Yeah, yeah, the five four. Dangled. Yeah, that's it. The old yeah. dangled a carrot yeah. game. Um, that was pretty special. That was um, a trophy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That was big changing. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole mindset of that in the self belief of the lads and stuff and coming through that game. Yeah, yeah. I think it showed showed each and every one of us that we could actually do it. Um, and there was there was something special about that group of lads. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that took us on. That took us on through the years. Like we we like family. We go out for meals together, spends yeah time yeah. together. And every other club I'd been at, it it was never like that. You you come into training. Um, and once you'd finish your training fund we'd just go home whereas it was it was so totally different and I think it was just like family take me back to Villa Park then so what was it like for you you know coming out were you nervous were you you know um, hyped up for it or were you as casual as anything I mean you know Stano had his had his little session of with um, Mark Lader to visualise yeah. it did you do anything like yeah. that um, we all had like the group sessions with Mark yeah um, and personally I felt they really helped yeah and I was, was confident in, in the fact we'd, we'd definitely win um and just trusted everyone. You look around the pits and you just trusted that the people, like the other lads, would do their job. And yeah, well, that's gonna... it, trust is has to be important in a team situation like that, I'm sure. But and what about the game yeah. itself? What can you remember about the game? Um, pretty much all of it. Yeah. Um, well, the first I don't know, 56 minutes, and then I injured my ankle the day before. Right. So um, I managed to get through 56 minutes and then I think I've gone up for a header and then just landed funny. Yeah. And then tried to sprint back and it, it weren't happening. So You were off. Tom, White, my... Tom White came on for you, didn't he? Yeah. And yeah. he thanked me so much for that as well just so he could <laughs> get him on the pitch. Yeah. It's not often as a defender you get on. It's only the strikers and stuff that yeah. the changes are made for. So, yeah, yeah. White was buzzing. But, um, you know, talking about Stano, as we, we do, we're going to talk about him a bit more later on. But, uh, yeah. you know... Um, Bless him. You know what a what a what a great goal to uh, to to you know Carl had obviously set us off with the overhead kick and yep. I, I still can't believe Carl Orford could do an overhead <laughs> kick <but> still <laughs> he did um, but then then there was Stano's goal and I mean you know we were in seventh heaven then weren't we let's be, yeah, let's be yeah. honest about it it was fantastic yeah it was, it was it was amazing mate yeah and it it just tipped off that season for him I remember when he when he first come and first was signed he was so raw yeah but you knew there was something yeah. Yeah. And then just as the season went on, he got stronger. And yeah, and that, that goal in the, in the final. Yeah. It was perfect. Actually. And he was so quiet and shy when he came. But, you know, Gary Johnson, yep. Gimme Jew, he could, he could spot a player, couldn't he? He certainly spotted yeah, him, yeah. didn't he? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he was he was a lovely guy, Stano. Oh, he was, was he was a gentleman, mate. He was yeah. a genuine, genuine nice guy. Yeah, he was. He was. But, I mean, well, whilst we're talking about it, we might as well do it now as, as at the end. Um, those people at Yeovil that are well-tuned in will know that Kevin Gall is organising a uh, memorial game to, to mark 10 years since we lost poor Stano. And, yeah. Uh, a certain Colin Miles is uh, going to be showing up. <laughs> we're told. <laughs> so I'll be there, mate. I would like Gawley text me, and it was an it was easy. It was yeah. immediate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I like, should be yeah, keeping so, out of the way when there's any celebrating to be done in case I get another indentation in my stomach. But, uh, mate, I'll come and find you. It's not a problem. I'll, you, you're not, yeah. you can't lie for me, mate. You know this. No, I know, no. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even run now anyway, so I haven't got much hope, have I? And you, you've got no chance of hiding. No, no that's right, mate. No chance. Um, so anyway, moving on then. I've moved the page now. Hang on. Uh, where's it gone? Yeah, moving on from, from Yeovil eventually... Uh, 
um, Russell Slade arrived, if I recall. Yeah. And um, there was a parting of the way, shall we say? Yeah. Um, clearly, um, one of Russell's advisors, I don't think, uh, fancied you. And um, yeah, it was sad to see you go because I can remember talking to you about it. And uh, as one of my sort of mates, I didn't like oh, that. Was the one aspect of the job I hated. You got to know people; they were friends. Yeah. And although you know they weren't bosom pals exactly, but you mixed with them every day, and they were they were good friends. And then suddenly, bang, yeah. they're gone. You know. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a, a bad side. But there, you, then you went up to well, you, got, you scored eight goals first of all before we move on from you. Well, you scored eight goals in your time there, according to this. Mm-hmm. Um, can you remember any in I'm particular? I'm sure I had more than that, there, mate. I'm sure I had more than that. Well, only eight according to Wikipedia. I told you this is Wikipedia, <laughs> mate. This is Wikipedia. It's, it's, it's eight. So don't I'm be sure so, I had six in one season. Didn't don't I? be so bloody greedy. You had eight, and that's what Wikipedia oh, say. Oh, it must be true that it uh, must be Miles true. played 41 games, 36 came in League Two. He scored six goals, an impressive total for a defender. His goals come in against York City, Wrexham, Lincoln, Barnet, Cambridge United, and Bristol Rovers, all at home. Yeah, so I got six in League yeah. Two in one season. So you got two in, in about five other yeah, seasons. That's about years. right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. We'll settle for Cheers. that. Yeah. So then you moved on to uh, Port Vale. Yeah. Uh, of all the grounds in all of the, the league, I think Port Vale is the most depressing bloody place imaginable. <laughs> it's all painted black, isn't it? Um, yeah. And you go down that sort of incline to the front door of the, the stadium. I, I think it's a dreadful stadium. But I mean, you obviously, <laughs> you obviously had uh, thirty-two games there, but you didn't score, which is in line with what we we're just talking about. Yeah. Um, what did you make of your time at Port Vale? Um. Yeah. The first six months. Yeah. Well, just, just to start with, like I didn't at the time. It felt like my only option um, they were chasing me like the back end of the season yeah. um, for me to sign for that season very impressed with the club the people who was the manager everyone behind the scenes Martin Foyle oh that's right yes I remember um, yeah. he was went up so welcoming um, which was completely different to how my time at Yeovil ended it yeah. felt like um, the guy that because obviously, um, Tom, I was in charge for the end of the season. Yeah. Russell wasn't in place then, so he employed someone to do with the contracts. And yeah, he was. <laughs> what was it? John or something, wasn't it? I can't. I, I can't remember his name, uh, mate. But I just, like I say, I, I remember what you had told me about him. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't really see eye to eye on anything. No. Um, so it, it felt as if the right. It didn't feel the right, the right thing to do, but it felt like my only option was to mm. then sign for Port Vale because they were so interested in me going there, whereas it felt all the time and all the effort and all the blood, sweat and tears that I'd given to the club. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't wasn't being rescinded back, so went to Port Vale. The first six months, we were flying. I think it was top of the league for the first four games and then hovered around um, up the top and then, lo yeah. and behold, I got myself sent off. Oh, that's, that's unusual um, for you. <laughs> 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 and it all went kind of pear-shaped from there. But in the meantime, you'd had uh, a League Cup tie against Tottenham at White Hart Lane. Yeah, that was cool. That yeah. was obviously, with a family base like Enfield, Edmonton, which is all Tottenham yeah. area. So the family are split one one lot Tottenham, one lot Arsenal. So mm. everyone was down. It was a fantastic game. Um, we took them to extra time, and then their quality showed through in the end. Right, time for another music classic, and this time it is "Show Me Love" by Robin S. Oh, 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 oh,
saying another musical classic show me love by robin s who is uh, playing for spurs edgar davids was in the midfield um jermaine the far front aaron lennon they, 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 they started their their first team 11 um did edgar, to, to take edgar, them to... did edgar davids have his glasses on he did mate yeah <laughs> he was brilliant was as well yeah he yeah. was brilliant. Yeah, different class he was. And then it says you were sent off against Bradford City on the 16th of September. Yeah. But you kept your yeah. yellow card tally down to a respectable four. Well, <laughs> there you go. That's not bad, is well, it? Well, I got, I, got, I got done a week's wages after that sending off, so... Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't very good um, then. No. And I'd never, never had that. Well, up a whole time at Yeovil, Gary, he didn't encourage me to play and express myself the way I did, but... He also didn't discourage it. Yeah. And he always said, like, we'll benefit more through your aggression, but obviously... <laughs> That's typical Gary, that though, isn't it? We'll benefit through your aggression. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Good old Gary. And, and I think that we... 
we've needed that at the time. Mm. Um, the way we played, the style of play that we did, teams felt they could get at us and try and beat us up. So yes, we had a stand up for ourselves and well there's quite a few on on five minutes in my mind i can just picture you there he goes (laughs) (laughs) somebody's left writhing on the floor in agony so yeah you know you're there now old dog that's for sure yeah so anyway you left um uh, port vale and you ended yep. up at Woking. Yes. A place that I'm very familiar with because my son lives in Woking. So, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Um, how did you get on there? Who was manager at Woking when you were there? Tim Grant. Grant, he took over. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so um, my second season at Port Vale, um, I was completely out of favour, trying to get me off the wage bill, so didn't really play me. Came back for one game and then um, gone in for a tackle and ruptured my medial. Oh. So that kind of put the season out. Yeah. So um, trying to find a club after that was was no go. Mm. And then again, out of the blue, just got a call from Granty saying he was taking over at, at Woking and would I come down? So you did? Yeah. Yeah. And he said, I want to make you club captain. I want to do this, this. And I was like, oh, mate, like, don't don't rock the boat. I don't want captaincy. I don't, I, I'll come down and I'll give you my everything. But don't. And he's like, no, I know your character. I know what you can do and I want you to be my captain so you did yeah yeah I went down there um I don't think that was the greatest thing to make me captain and stuff it seemed to put people's noses up and mm. um what did you down there Tom Hutchinson was the club captain and had been for the previous few years yeah he was their player of the year and then Grantley comes in brings me and makes me club captain so-called like stripping yeah. touch off the captaincy it, it kind of i think it upset a few people before we'd even even kick the ball but then uh, i was just and reading this um you know, like this uh, this wikipedia thing and it says style of play charming quiet and almost reserved off the pitch one really had long to wait for his special song to ring out from the terraces when he was on it colin miles is a f dot 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 ing mentalists didn't leave anything to the imagination about his style of play wholehearted sometimes rugged he added steel in the side that could be too cultured for his own good on occasions now that's not <laughs> a bad that's not a bad testimonial i think mate no that's nice man. that's nice yeah, i think that. that sums you up to a t colin yeah. Miles is a <laughs> brilliant mate. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Nice. And I can vouch for that, he is. <laughs> so so when did you uh, finally pack up then, old dog? Um that after that season at Woking. Yeah. Um I don't know whether you can remember my first season at, at Yeovil. I had they put it down to a mystery illness and it ended up being called well my last year at Woking I got the same illness yeah yeah um I missed the final game of the season due to it yeah um it and does. the club thought I'd done a runner yeah and just didn't bother turning up yeah but I was I was in hospital fighting for my life that's right I do um, recall it vaguely yeah now you man yeah. mention it yeah yeah yeah, so when at the, at the Oval, they didn't, they wasn't able to diagnose it, but at Woking, um, they did a, a lumbar puncture and various yeah. other tests. Yeah, and they diagnosed it as encephalitis. What's um, that? It's basically where meningitis attacks the outer crust of the brain. Meningi- uh, encephalitis goes for the whole lot. All oh, right. So my whole body was sh- was shutting 
down. Yeah. Um, family were phoned up and told to come down and say their goodbyes and stuff. Oh Christ! Um, yeah, it, it was it was as bad as what it sounded, mate. Mm, mm. Um, but this is at Woking. This one where where yeah, this is at Woking. So yeah. this is like last last game of the season. Yeah. Um, the club had already well were fighting relegation, but sadly got relegated that day. Um, and I was in I was in hospital fighting for my life. So, so would you say then that, that well I'm not being stupid now but that clearly was the, the sign for you anyway that, that that was it football was finished with um yeah yeah with, without me knowing it it was I did try coming back um I signed well, I didn't sign for I went and trialed with I can't even think where I went now anyway I went I went and went on trial somewhere but my my, my heart wasn't in it the the doctors had said I'd contracted this illness again through overtraining and fatigue. Yeah. So any time I then, if we did like a, a pre-season run or anything, I w- in my head I wasn't pushing myself as hard as what I needed to be to get to those levels again. Yeah. So yeah, I, I knew then it it was it was never going to happen. So now it's time for Colin's last musical choice, which is called Bonkers, and it's by Dizzy Rascal. The, 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 I wake up every day is a daydream Everything in my life ain't what it seems I wake up just to go back to sleep I act real shallow but I'm in too deep And all I care about is sex and violence A heavy baseline is my kind of silence Everybody says that I gotta get a grip But I let sanity give me the slip some people think I'm bonkers, but I just think I'm free. And I'm just living my life, there's nothing crazy about me. Some people pay for thrills, but I get mine for free. Man, I'm just living my life, there's nothing crazy about me. Bonkers. Some people think I'm bonkers, but I just think I'm free. And I'm just living my life, there's nothing crazy about me. Some people pay for thrills, but I get mine for free. Man, I'm just living my life, there's nothing crazy about me. Yeah, man, in the floor now. Back then, back then. Every day is a daydream Everything in my life ain't what it seems I wake up just to go back to sleep I act real shallow but I'm in too deep And all I care about is sex and violence A heavy baseline is my kind of silence Everybody says that I gotta get a grip But I let sanity give me the slip Some people think I'm bonkers But I just think I'm free Man I'm just living my life There's nothing crazy about me some people pay for thrills, but I get mine for free. Man, I'm just living my life, there's nothing crazy about me.
there we go. Bonkers by Dizzy Ross. So, what have you been doing since you finished football then, Cole? Um, quite a bit, actually. Yeah? After the illness, no one would touch me. Um, any job I applied for or anything like that, as soon as you write the medical notes and found out what, mm. what had gone on. Yeah. So, yeah, I ended up stacking shelves oh. on Marks and Spencers. Oh, blimey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah well it's just the pay the bills mate it had to be yeah, done no i um, agree yeah no I need, during that time most... i then got yeah exactly i then did a personal training qualification um was a personal trainer for five years yeah um which i thoroughly enjoyed i loved i loved doing that yeah yeah um the only reason i then stopped doing that was um my mum become a foster carer Right. For a severely disabled boy. Um, and then the young lad needed 24-hour care. Yeah. So she asked if I would come and help her. Right. Um, so I was a foster carer for All right. a young young disabled lad named yeah. Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was so fulfilling. Yeah. That was so fulfilling. That was, yeah. It was brilliant. Um, you name it, he had it. He had, like, blind, deaf, epilepsy. Oh, oh gosh. Um yeah, cerebral palsy. And you could cope um, with that without any sort of specific training then? <laughs> um, we obviously had guidance. He was on loads of medication and stuff. Yeah. Um, he had a routine that had to be followed, certain medications at certain times. Oh, it was been. more a case of just giving a loving home. Yeah, quite. As opposed to having the background and the yeah. training. and. Well, I think that's incredibly, uh, you know, uh, unselfish of you to take on something like that. It must have been quite, yeah. a, quite a culture shock, I would have thought. I mean, I've never <laughs> done anything like that, but I'm, I can imagine it must have been a pretty severe culture shock and learning curve. Yeah, definitely. And it was it was as rewarding as it was, it was also the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah. yeah. Um as far as cause it was it was constant. He'd have seizures twenty to thirty a day. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um yeah, and we we was in and out of hospital, we was up Great Ormond Street. Um yeah, it, it was it was full on. Yeah. It was full on, bless him. And he was I think he was three when he came to us. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was it was fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. And how's he doing now? Um, he he sadly passed away. Oh, right, um, right. He stayed with us three years. Yeah. And then um, he had a heart attack, basically. Oh, right. And his little heart couldn't deal with all the, the seizures and yeah. everything well, else he had got, going on. If you've got a situation where there are that, that many sort of um, illnesses and, you know, it must be very, very difficult to cope, I should have thought. It's just bad enough having one one illness in, but having five or six yeah. like that must be dreadful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was, to the, the medical world, he was so complex. Yeah. Um, and they didn't quite know what to do with him because of how complex he was. Yeah. Um, he came to us with a, a three-month life expectancy, um, and we, we had him for... He was with us for over three years, so... And I bet um, there weren't many people queuing up to take him either. Uh, no. Mm. Um, and social services and stuff like that said if they'd have known how complex Daniel was, they wouldn't have let him stay with us. Mm. He should have been in specialist care and stuff, but they also agreed that the care we gave him was better than he would receive medically and anyway yeah. so well it looks like you you know you you uh you did yourself proud there you and your mum that's for sure yeah no it was, it was 
it was nice. It was yeah, something totally different. Something, something I, I never saw myself doing. Yeah. But I'm I'm so glad I I had the opportunity just to spend time with yeah, yeah. with him, and he he taught you just to appreciate every moment. Yeah, yeah. And be be grateful for everything. Really, it's yeah. quite humbling. Absolutely. So what happened after that then? Um. So yeah. So after Daniel, um, I went and did some tiling with my brother. Yeah. Because he got his business got his up and running got so busy that he needed help so yeah with my situation now i needed work and he asked me to go on board with him um which you did and then what and now i am working for travel Lodge as a maintenance engineer so and that's I, what i'm doing currently mate do i ring you for a free hotel room then no you can oh. i better not swear you yeah you can do one <laughs> 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 I was joking if anybody from Travel Care happens to be listening or Travel Lodge I should say I was joking yeah no, my youngest brother works for him alright yeah. um, and he said they needed they needed people hmm. um, and just like my my situation I mean I've got a, a signing Cardiff so <laughs> I need to have that flexibility to go and, and hmm. see him and stuff and so all my previous employment working for my mum working for my two brothers allows me to have that flexibility to go and yeah. see oh, my well, son so yeah, yeah. it helps a family in a workplace that knows your situation and allows you to well Colin that, that is one, one hell of a story mate <laughs> I tell you what, no. it's always been an adventure with me, mate. It's yeah, like an episode of right, EastEnders. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But no, I mean, I, I, you know, I've done a, I've done quite a lot of of these um, since we started with uh, Three Valleys Radio, and you know, there, there's quite a few that stand out. Yours is certainly one of them. Uh, I did one with Nathan Jones fairly recently, and that was quite yeah. revealing. And you know, the problems that he'd had at uh, at Stoke, and yeah. uh, did one with Jono, um, which again was was. But you know, Lee's just like his dad, and he's just he's, yeah. just, he's just a natural. Uh, and uh, yeah. you know, yeah. that's the thing. And you could see that when we were playing, you, you could see the lads that have gone on and, and managed, um, you could tell back then that they would be the ones that would go on and, and do well. And Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, look at Nathan. I mean, I remember, I don't think you were there. Did you go to the tour where we went to Holland? I don't think you did. It was probably a bit after you, I think. But I remember they went off on a... on a. Uh, we stayed in this um, this hotel sort of training camp place because Galatasaray was staying there as well at the same time. And they went mm-hmm. off on a, on a running exercise, you know, a, a sort of, not a marathon exactly, but a, a long run. And they they created this track around the hotel grounds and it went right past my bedroom window and yeah. uh you know you used to see him go i see him all go rushing past and then a bit later nathan had come past and you think hmm right, what happened there then you know and then they go again and of course suddenly it twigged on me that he'd he'd, he'd lapped most of them and he was miles ahead on the rest of them <laughs> i mean he was just so indecently unfit nice because fit i hasten yeah. nathan jones was was totally fit and yeah. uh, it was really little rat he, he could run he could oh, run mate God, yeah he never another one Abdul, oh, yeah. Abdul Alcohol team. Yeah, he yeah. was a machine as well, mate. Yeah, he yeah. he could run. Yeah, but uh, he's selling uh, crepes now, or he was anyway at uh, at um, uh, Docklands. So, um, oh really? Yeah, he was anyway. He was making his own. I remember we we were going to go up and do a sort of a film around him for one time competition or other they wanted on the website, but it never happened okay. in the end. But there you yeah, go. Well, look, Colin, thank you very very much for joining us and being so frank and so open and um, a really interesting story. Loved every minute of it and. Um, um, yeah, we we'll look forward to seeing you on May the sixteenth or seventeenth. And uh, yeah, no, looking forward to it. Old dog. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I think it'll be a great day and to get everybody back. I just hope that uh, everybody that says they're coming uh, comes, basically. So you know, so. yeah, it's it's going to be an amazing event, and obviously, obviously, it's, it's, 
this after Stano and yeah. all the other guys that we've, we've sadly lost over the years. But yeah, that's right, that's right. It'll be nice to, to catch up with all the old lot and yeah, yeah, I think talk about the good times. Yeah. Okay, mate. Well, thank you very much for joining us, and I'll see you in May. Yeah, you take care, old dog. And you, mate. Thank you. Well, that was this week's golden oldie, uh, Mr. Colin Miles, and uh, I'd like to thank Colin for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure you keep listening to Three Valleys Radio, and we shall have loads more Yeovil Town coverage for you. It's time for Glover's Golden Oldies. A look back at some of the Glover's heroes from recent years. This is Three Valleys Radio. My number one station. Community and sports radio from the heart of the West Country.